Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Randy Rich here coming to you from backstage at an unnamed casino with a couple of quick notes. When Penn and Teller got back from Australia, we wanted to do this thing where we would stream an episode live and then air it the next week to give me enough time to edit everything. And we all hated it immediately because we had to do math on what shows we were going to promote, what was coming up on our schedules. So we quit it within three weeks. And that left us hanging with one episode in the can that we didn't know exactly how to air. And that is this episode. So we'll talk about Judeau, who is no longer on the show, and we'll talk about just getting back from Australia. So if you do watch the live streams, you'll understand why you feel like you've heard this one before. And if you don't, you'll understand why everything fell out of time. Don't forget, you can send questions to questionpen at gmail.com, and you can watch that live stream at twitch.tv backslash readyrich. Thanks, and enjoy the show. It's like a tile slide thing, which don't have a good name. You know those square things? Yeah. They're called like slide tile puzzles. Oh, yeah. It's not a good name for them. No. It should be a good name for them, but there's not. But it's like that. Just call it like the emperor's puzzle. Like, like bu- what? Like, and like a famous emperor. It's a slide thing. Yeah, it would do but It's what Bobby Fischer did wicked fast on the Johnny Carson show. Oh, he did? I like that was one of his skills. That is a good skill. Let's start the show. This is Penn Sunday Here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly. Michael Godot is somewhere throwing clubs and balls into the sky. And what he does with them when they return toward the earth would surprise you. But <laughs> Penn is back from Australia. He's back at the Rio doing shows. He's back in action is what we're saying. I'm back in action. I'm back and I'm bad. Here he is preaching love. Penn Gillette. And I am preaching love. I am preaching love. Do you like my haircut? I do. Just how crazy short it is? It's crazy very, short. very Here's what happened. During the lockdown, mm-hmm. okay, my wife was already doing my hair. She mm-hmm. would dye it and do it. And she started learning stuff from YouTube, and she got wicked good. She got really good at it. But I got down to Australia, and Glenn, the long-suffering Glenn, yeah. which incidentally, he was over by merch. This happened more than once. <laughs> He was over by merch, you know, in his suit, looking very official, the way he does. Yeah. Standing very straight and looking perfect, perfectly uh, manicured and taken care of and wearing a suit. Just standing there, talking to the merch person, asking them about the settlement or something, you know, near the end of the show. Yeah. And this happened more than once. Someone came over and said, are you the long-suffering Glenn? <laughs> So the long-suffering Glenn, we were in Australia, in yeah. Brisbane, yeah. and the long-suffering Glenn said, maybe you should get a haircut. I said, I, I don't need a haircut. He said, you need a haircut. I get said, a haircut, you hippie. My hair used to be down the middle of my back. Now my hair doesn't touch my ears. Yeah. I don't need a haircut. And it's a whole magilla. So then Glenn said to me, I just went into this barbershop, a regular barbershop. I got a haircut. It took me eight minutes total. You should stop in there. I said no, like I always do. Mm-hmm. And then I went and did it, like I always do. 
That is the way Two truths. I, I exercise my authority. You've seen it happen a million times. <laughs> You've seen it happen a million zillion times. Yeah. I draw a hard line in the sand and then cross it within 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't want you to tell me what to do. You tell me what to do. I say no, then I do it. <laughs> what I always do. It's what I did as a child. Right. Show defiance and then break down. Okay. Go through all the work to show the defiance. Get the person pissed off. Yeah. Get them disappointed. Mm-hmm. Make it uncomfortable. Yeah. Then give them what they want back after they can no longer enjoy it. Yeah. That's what I do. One of my expertises. I think it's, I think it's a great skill. It's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. So I went to the barber shop, and I just said to him, you know, essentially fill it up with regular. <laughs> I, he, he did not know who I was. You know, okay, good. Uh, he just, zzz, I had to, you know, take out my hearing aids and I sat and I read, took off my glasses, but I sat and I read my uh, iPad, read my New York Times. And zzz, wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you have the apron thing on? Yeah. So you do the iPad over the apron? You, yeah, you, you don't keep your arms on. What do you masturbate while you're getting your I do. I always wonder whether it looks like I am doing that, but I do. I keep the whole thing on. I stay still like a uh, statue. I put my arms over the top and I read my little hungity. Is that? That's proper. Who's the, I want to know. I want. I'm, I'm, this authentic. In this moment, I'm struck. Who's the weird one? You or me? That's what I want to <laughs> know. I want to know whether I'm an idiot for never pulling my phone out while are, I'm getting my hair. Are cut. we going to? Are we going to have to have for weirdness the tiebreaker be ready? <laughs> I mean, that's that's insane. I believe. I believe, no. We have to wait till next. We don't want Godot either. No. Which one of us do you think ready? Oh my. Which do you do? This is complicated. <laughs> you cut your own hair. ASMR related. Do you do we want to go into this? Oh, you just like to listen to all the things happen around your, your yes. head? I am not focused on me in any way whatsoever. Okay. I couldn't tell you what I'm doing in the chair. Okay. That see? Yeah, we, we have it. What could be more we, nutty? We, we didn't know what would fit in that box, but we knew that box was there. <laughs> we knew that box was going to be filled and overflowing with weirdness. <laughs> I have to show you a picture. I'm going to come in. <laughs> I'm reading the Times. Yeah. You're playing with your dick, kind of. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Trying not to play with your dick. <laughs> I had um, I had a girlfriend yeah. uh, way back, uh, a dancer, and she was raised Catholic, right? Yeah. And she said that um, her Catholic school teachers and her parents mm-hmm. told her that she had to sleep with her hands above the covers. You couldn't sleep with your hands under the covers. That's what they told her. Wow. Right? Sleep with your hands above the covers. So every night she would masturbate and then put her hands over the covers. <laughs> See, that's the problem with euphemism, right? Is that the problem with euphemism? Yes. She thought she was completely within the rules, that it had to do with like having your hands out in the air. <laughs> they weren't supposed to be under the covers. Yeah. And I always thought that was sexy and funny, and the perfect view of religion. Yeah. He's going to show us a picture now. What's this a picture of? Uh, a train car. train car. Oh, yeah. That's where, that's where you would get oh, your haircut. That's where he gets his haircut. Yeah, you yeah. get your haircut in a train car? This is where I got my haircut for seven years as a child. That covered everything. That covered all your stuff, didn't it? He was cutting hair in my little podunk town for 68 years. Wow. Holy cow. In a caboose. In a caboose. Converted train car to to business. And people like Reddy, I would think they would come from all over the world. 
be <laughs> in a train car and have their hair cut simultaneously. So he cut my hair. Yeah. Right. It was all done. Mm-hmm. It was cheap. And I, you know, it was real good. And as I'm walking out, a guy says, are you Penn of Penn and Teller? And I said, I don't know. I can't recognize it with the new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked out and everybody said, it was shorter than Emily dared to do it, right? Yeah. Everybody said, you look great. Everybody, even strangers, you look great. What a great haircut. Da, 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 da. So now I'm in, uh, where am I? Las Vegas. Yes. Back in Las Vegas. And my family are all spread out over the corners of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my son is in, um, you know, Zoltan is in um, Texas working at Gearbox mm-hmm. and, uh, and Mox is at some magic camp. She was at Tannins and Jenna. And then Emily's like playing golf somewhere. Mm-hmm. So my hair, I, all of a sudden I've got this new sensibility. It's been three weeks since Brisbane. My hair's getting long. Yeah. So I decide to go to a barbershop. So I look up, there's this place called Gent's Place which says a whole new style of man's maintenance, you know, and they have a manicure that's not called a manicure. It's called like a hand treatment. Mm-hmm. And they have a pedicure that's not called a pedicure. It's called like foot treatment or something. Then they have uh, 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 shaves and beard trims and, you know, coloring, and they have hot rock stuff that I, who, who wants that? It's going to be a long, relaxing day working yeah, on this sure. road. So I decide I'll go check that out, right? So I go there and there is nobody there. And she says, do you have an appointment? I go, no. And she goes, well, we, we can't fit you without an appointment. And I go, <laughs> oh, okay. She said, would you, would you like a tour? And no, she said, let me set your appointment for another time. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and uh, she said, would you like a tour? So I go, okay. And they go, there. one person is working there. One entire person working there on one person. And they take me through and it's not classy like i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. and they said this is our room for members only and it's two couches and a football game <laughs> you can come here and wait if you're a member otherwise you wait in the lobby there's a lot of overthinking happening uh, a lot of overthinking uh, yeah so i'm disappointed i say fuck it because i'm excited because i'm going to do something today for myself now i have not done something like go to a place to get something done on my own for like 40 years. Well, they thought of the member thing, but they didn't think about the, what does a member tell a potential member thing? Yeah. Because the guy goes, ah, yeah, I got a member's only room. Oh yeah, what's there? It's couch. It got a couch and a TV. And the guy's like, well, I have a couch and a TV. <laughs> I, well, he's like, yeah, you're a member of your house. <laughs> yeah. You can watch, but you can watch football with a friend there. It's like, well, you can come over. You can watch football at my place. I'm fine with it. <laughs> or maybe I'm not a friend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You could be a member of my house. I have friends over watch football all the time. Like, you never invite me. <laughs> then the whole fight starts. <laughs> so I just pick up, pick up, pull out my phone. Yeah. And I type in barbershop. Yeah. And up comes Harry's Barbershop. Mm-hmm. That's the name of it. Harry's Barbershop. Yeah. I drive over there. Mm-hmm. There's a pole in front of it. There you and go. And it's crowded. And it says hot towel shaves and all that stuff. Oh, nice. But it's like children there. A lot of children. Getting shaved? Uh, Well, their entire bodies. (laughs) (laughs) They're being prepared for wealthy Arabs. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I I felt like Norm MacDonald there for a moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it's very crowded. Yeah. And uh, 
there's football on TV and yeah. no members. <laughs> for free. Free. Idiots. And, they could be charging top dollar for that. <laughs> and I walk in and I say, uh, I think I want a haircut. This is a big deal for me. Yeah. I'm walking to a place cold. Glenn has not set it up. My wife has not set it up. Yes. There's not all the pre-work done. This is just me yeah, walking. When you were younger, you never cut your hair at all. Right. So this is a very new experience. It's very rare, no matter what. And, she's, and then she says to me, do you have an appointment? And I go, oh, fuck. Shit. Well, here we go. And I go, no. She goes, okay, we're fine. I go, okay, good. Wow. And she points to like a woman who walks over and says, what do you want? I said, well, I, I would like my beard trimmed, my mustache trimmed, a shave, and a haircut. Do a bit. And, um, <laughs> and she says, okay, come over here. And I sit down and I take out my hearing and aids. And they haven't made you at all? No. Okay. No. And um, maybe, but they're being subtle about it. I put my hearing aids on the side. I take my glass and I pull up my iPad. I say, can I read this iPad or do I have to be like Matt and masturbate? <laughs> but I say, can I use my iPad? She gives me permission. She puts the, the, the tablecloth over me, right? Mm -hmm. And um, she takes a little, makes all the sounds that, that Reddy would love. And I start worrying. Because I feel like the cold rays are against my skin. Mm. And I go, oh, geez, we got a photo shoot for um, like the building wrap or something. It's a big deal. Big, the whole new campaign. It matters. These photos will be used for often and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I go, oh, geez. Because you, when you get your hair cut too short, you can't pull it out. No. You know, uh, so I said, I'm going to get reprimanded by Glenn. I just know it. And I'm also not getting it dyed. I'm always getting my hair dyed. It's not dyed now. Mm -hmm. But I try to take my mind off it and read, you know, because I do that. I don't masturbate. I read. And um, one sometimes leads to the other, but not in this case. <laughs> rarely, I mean, rarely with the time. I want you to finish your story, but just know that it ends with you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she does all, through, all around there. Yeah. But first of all, she says, that's, that's the important part. She says, what do you want? And I go, she goes, how do you want it cut? I said, I, I like this, but shorter. Yeah. Can you just say like this? Then she just goes, okay, thank you. <laughs> it's just like this now. Just make scissor noises. And I can't do better than this for this. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's an identity argument. X, X is X. <laughs> We're done. Um, so, uh. I say shorter. She goes, okay, do you know the number? You know, because I'm saying they know the number of the to use. Yeah. I go, no. She goes, eh. she does it. Then she. I always panic in that moment and think three or four, and I know my wife hates one of them. <laughs> I can't remember which one. I think I'm talking two. Oh, wow. Yeah, actually, the side of your head does look sh that, that short. That's very short. And then she says, would you like to look at it? She holds up a mirror. And I say, I can't see. I don't have my glasses on. She said, let me get your glasses, hold the mirror. And I go, I can't hold the mirror. I got the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so we do a kind of a clever Three Stooges thing where we have too few hands. But finally, she takes the iPad from me, puts it down, gives me the mirror, gets my glasses, puts it on. And I go, whoa, that's wicked short. I hope I don't get reprimanded. I don't say that. <laughs> I said, what about the beard? And I say, well, just make that shorter. And then she starts putting hot towels on me and she lathers me uh. up and she, and I'm all done. And then in a moment of trepidation, I send a picture to Glenn who sends back, looks great. 
Ah. Completely successful. Now, right at the end, one guy comes over wearing a football jersey mm-hmm. and says, I didn't know where I recognized you from. And I said, well, there you go. He goes, I go, nice to meet you. And then she looks a little bit quizzical. Ah. But I mean, maybe it could have been at a, at a, at a, at a bar. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I look, then I see at this time, just as I'm finishing up, I see a big sign that says cash only. Uh-oh. And I say, there's the sign says cash only. Does that sign mean that? She says, yes. <laughs> I said, oh, geez, I, I don't have any money. And she said, well, it's your first time. We can let you use a credit card. I said, good, because otherwise I was going to have to give you my car. I mean, that's, that's my only other choice. <laughs> I'm keeping my phone. Yeah. I'm keeping my iPad. I can get, I can get home with a phone, <laughs> but I can't make a call to my car. You know what I mean? So I go, uh, you don't have to have my car. She, goes, she does that whole thing, and it's reasonably priced, and I give a 50% tip, mm-hmm. and it's still reasonably priced. And I walk out, and I feel like I've done something. <laughs> like you've accomplished something. I feel I felt more accomplishment uh, that than six weeks sold out on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I felt like wow, I did something. I found on my phone yeah. a place that cut hair. Yeah. I drove over there. I did all the interactions by myself. Yeah, nobody holding my hand. You know, because now Moxie's taken over. She leads me places and stuff. Yeah, Mox takes care of me, or Emily does, or Glenn does, or Laura does. Right. I don't do anything by myself. Just going. No. You know, I'm helpless. So it was very exciting, and I was on such a roll. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> I'm glad you're sitting down. I was on such a roll. I went by myself and got my glasses adjusted. What? Yeah, because they've been slipping down my nose. This. I went in and did the whole transaction myself. It seems like something you'd never do. Never. I walked in and said, hi, my glasses are slipping now, down my nose. Did you tell her all of this? No. <laughs> so I believe no one would be more astounded by these stories. Because Teller does everything on his own. Yes. Everything. Yeah. He runs every little errand. He does his dry cleaning himself. He picks up his own food. Yeah. He, he does all his errands. Yeah. He'll even do errands for other people. Yeah. Teller has like two hours a day that he's running errands. He actually drives places. Teller's been in a grocery store. <laughs> Teller, when, here's what, here's what it. When you ask Teller what the doctor put him on for drugs, he names all the he drugs named, in the yeah. That's uh, psychotic. Yeah, he knows everything that's going on. He knows what appointments he has. If you tell him, you yeah. know, what are you doing next week? Tell her he will. He will name the interviews yeah. and the errands he has to run. You've asked me that. What's the answer always been? Uh, ask Glenn. Ask Glenn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea what drugs I'm taking. Yeah. I I don't ever go to a grocery store. No. I don't ever buy clothes. Teller buys clothes. It's J.C. Penney's himself. <laughs> I don't do any of that. I, mean, I remember, like, a, it's, I mean, it's got to be like a decade ago, the Discovery Channel show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ordered a pizza for the writer's room yeah. to your house. And when you got off the phone, Teller's jaw was on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of my first days. So I was like, what's the big deal? And Teller was like, you just ordered a pizza for all of us to eat. Yeah. To deliver it here to your home by yourself, you just did that. Yeah, that was the last time I did that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I it's it, restaurant. Yeah, ordering in a restaurant is about 
Yeah, that's the edge. That. That's the edge of what I can do. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Then beyond that is is tough for me. Yeah. But this I actually liked. <laughs> well, I mean, also the, the that used to be the way we got shaving a haircut. Used to be the way we did it. Two bits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a mistake that we went away from it. It's yeah. so lovely. It is nice. Yeah. It is nice. And they just put. And the other thing I loved, loved, loved. She didn't talk to me. That is the interesting part about the iPad move to me, mm-hmm. is that I, I would feel bad doing that, knowing that they normally make small talk, but you're right. They have to make small talk all day. They're probably relieved to not make small talk. I'm not the one she wants to talk to. Right. There's that guy in the football jersey. He's a member of the club. <laughs> you can watch the football thing. Why would you want to talk to me? I'll just say weird shit. And if that guy just gets five other people to join the <laughs> membership club, then he gets paid to be there. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, vertical marketing, <laughs> multi multi level marketing of haircuts. All you gotta do is buy this TV and this couch. <laughs> then the haircuts pay for themselves. Yeah. Um, so that's where that's what I'm looking. At. And this is also no dye, you know? right? Now with the big photo shoot coming up, are you? Because you've you've wondered whether you're going to go gray or not in the past. Uh, uh, Tom Jones, yeah, told me, yeah, he said just let everything go gray, you'll be fine. Yeah, and I said to Glenn, Tom Jones told me to uh, let everything go gray, and Glenn said, he's Tom Jones. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, you're not as good looking as Tom Jones. You need all the help you can get. He's right. Yeah. He's just right. I need all the help I can get. I can't just walk in looking like Tom Jones. Yeah. I mean, Tom Jones is 80. Yeah. And he looks better than I did at 18. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm holding on strand by strand to my hair. My bald spot's now a joke in my show. Uh, it gets a nice, easy laugh. No problem identifying that's a bald spot right there from, from even the back row. And the one option I want to do is the one that everyone tells me not to do. What's that? The uh, five o'clock shadow tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I actually think I could pull it off with my skull. I think it'd be fun to get the, uh, you just basically get a temporary, it's, like, it's not technically a tattoo, it's called something else, but it's basically a tattoo on your head of, of five o'clock shadow hair. So it looks like you cut it real short. Yeah. And it's the only option I want to do. It's the only, everyone's like, no, that's terrible. Don't do it. You know, Eddie Gordetsky yeah. always talked about Giving a bad toupee on purpose. Yeah. yeah. That's that's certainly in the cards for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of those beetle wig yeah. uh, toupees, you know. But I had a, we did a family reunion. I have a big family, so it took two cabins to get us all together. Mm-hmm. And I was around my brothers who have leaned in and shaved their heads. Uh-huh. And it was the first time I was jealous. I was like, I think I would like that. It's easy, yeah. you know. Then there's no barber shop. No, I don't have to worry about masturbating at all. <laughs> you make your own decision on masturbating. <laughs> I'm in my own. What do you What are you doing lately, Matt? Well, I use the iPad and I masturbate and I do either one of them whenever I want. <laughs> Be like that, Matt is free. He is a free person. Whatever he wants to do, he yeah. just does. Ah. <laughs> uh. So uh, you've been doing gigs? I have. I went back to the magic. We should stop gone. here, do an ad. Yeah, let's do that. 
Hi, this is Penn breaking in from a funky hotel in Valencia, Spain. And I want to tell you about Stamps.com. There might be a little bit of construction in the background. Don't worry about it. Don't, I don't know if, uh, if, um, Reddy can take it out. Doesn't matter. It's in the background. Anyway, Stamps.com. You don't have time to go to the post office. You just don't. You can't waste your time that way. Stamps.com lets you print postage for our regular post, you know, mail stuff. Also for UPS, other stuff. They give you the best rates. They give you special discounts. They even set up your home office so you can have a, um, you can have a scale. There's special offers going on all over the place. You can have a scale. You measure it. You weigh it. You just do it. They give you great customer service. Everything you get from uh, uh, Ice Cream Social or Penn Sunday School or Penn and Teller is sent with stamps.com. They can get... We send everything out and they do a great, great job. They're really wonderful. They've been supporting us since 2012. So go to stamps.com and enter the special code PEN and you will get a very special office. You get everything you need all set up and you get uh, discounts on just the only way to do it. Go to stamps.com. Do it now. Remember, stamps.com promo code PEN. Do it. Hey, even while I'm over here in Valencia, Spain, uh, in a funky little hotel, even though I'm over here, I still have a book out, my book Random, which is doing really, really, really well. People seem to be digging it. The reviews have been great, much better than I expected, I'm very happy to say. People are buying it like crazy. We still have this offer where you can get an autograph one with a set of dice, because it's all about a guy who lives his life at random by throwing dice. It's kind of a crime mystery. It's kind of philosophy. It's kind of nutty. I'm, I'm really, really proud of it. And you can go to akashicbooks.com. That's A-K-A-S-H-I-C books.com. Right at the top, there's a banner with my picture. It says random. Um, the book is really good. I'm really liking it. And um, you can, uh, I mean, I'm liking it. I've already written it, but I'm really liking how people are liking it. Getting some good stuff on Twitter and stuff. So um, so buy it. If you go through a cash book, I mean, it's available everywhere. Every bookstore, Amazon, everything. You can get it like that. It's a regular way. But if you want it autographed and hardcover and with dice with it and everything, go to Akashic Books. Dot com. I'm right at the top at the banner. Check it out. It's my new book. It's called Random by Penn Jillette. I'm wicked proud of it. it. It's. I think people are liking it. I think it's good. Check it out. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Okay, we got that done. Now go ahead. <laughs> I went back to the Magic Castle uh, for the second time. You're a pro. Look at me go. Now this is time with uh, with it being under new ownership. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was interesting because last time I was there, I was very aware of the impending new ownership, and no one else was. Oh, I see. And listening to everyone talk about the rumors was very like weird because you knew everything. Yeah, <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you can tell who actually knows stuff. <laughs> Nobody's talking about the rumors. The other one doesn't say anything. I didn't say a word. Yeah, and everyone was dead wrong about everything. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so now I was there. Uh, now that Randy owns it, 
It was cool. Uh, Randy Pitchford of Gearbox yes. bought the Magic Castle. Yeah. Just so they, they know what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. It's unbelievable. I mean, Randy Pitchford um, grew up at the Magic Castle. He was yeah. a young magician and uh, loved magic. You know, he is the great nephew of Cardini. Mm-hmm. Always have loved magic and started doing his living in magic and then took this like video game sideline. Yeah. That turned out well for him. Just a quick billion dollar departure. <laughs> and now he's back. And then the it. Magic Castle, regardless of what anybody says, yeah. was gone. It was over. Yeah, like everything in the pandemic, you know, I just talk about like all these improv theaters were closing left and right. People were like, oh my God, I can't believe all these improv theaters are closing. You're like, really? The things that charge $10 a show in the middle of these major cities are closing? Get out of town. <laughs> they didn't have the financial wherewithal. But the, uh, the Magic Castle was in trouble before that. Right. Because the land they were on was worth more than the Magic Castle. Yeah. The land is in the middle of Los Angeles. Yeah. And, like the highest tourist area. Yeah. And there's this like beautiful landscaped castle yeah that someone says you know if, it, if i put anything else there it's more profitable right anything, anything. one one hot dog on a stick <laughs> just from the square footage standpoint yeah um and so randy came in and yeah. felt you know i talked to randy a lot about it it was really an up to me thing yeah it was like this comes down to me i gotta do it yeah there's only one person on earth who loved the magic castle and had the wherewithal had the wherewithal and just and the, and then also the acumen, business acumen yeah. to actually negotiate because there could be someone who had the finances mm-hmm. who just would be like, I don't know, how do we try to buy this whole thing? Yeah. You know, I mean Neil Patrick Harris, yeah, probably could, but he would never be able to do it. Yeah, but uh, might have the money. Oh, probably not. No, didn't. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it was just Randy Pitchford. Yeah, and he just uh, made a deal, made a good deal, and now he owns the Magic Castle. And he will put an end to Matt Donnelly playing there as soon as he, <laughs> as soon as he finds out how it went. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's, that's the, the Randy buying the Magic House is the strangest thing because, like, anytime you've ever been around, like, anything, how many small theaters have gone away, that kind of thing. Like, if only someone really <laughs> rich wanted this to stay, you know? It's the only time it's ever happened, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Besides move, old 80s movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. And then, uh, we're going to save our camp. <laughs> so yeah, so it's there under new ownership. Playing the big room. I just played the, I'm a parlor guy, pen. You're a parlor guy. I'm a parlor guy. Parlor they guy. like me in the parlor. I'm not one of those fancy pants palace magicians yet. They don't like me there yet. You're the parlor. Yeah. I'm already, I'm already knee deep in all the politics. I'm a parlor guy. Okay. I'll fight you in the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, the parlor is uh, uh, the small one of the smaller theaters you rotate around in the Magic Castle, and uh, I, it's actually actually quite good for my act. Uh, spe- specifically, I do a thing where I extend a bucket on a twenty five foot fishing pole mm-hmm. uh, that looks really good in the parlor on the mm-hmm. stadium seating. So that part's really good. But yeah, so I put the second time, and what was neat for me was like I finally was like, oh, I have an act. Like I'm not going out there to do this trick, then this trick, then this trick. Like I set up and I know that I'm going to do the show and it was like neat to feel like I have like an act or whatever. Now, have you ever done it? Yeah, you did. You did, um, uh, like, uh, what was the 50 shades of gray? Thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've done shows beginning to end. Yes. Which you're going to do before. Right. Ever your own? No. Never your own? No. You've never done your own show? Like- well, I wrote a sketch show. Yes. Uh, uh, but that's probably it is the sketch show I did with my friends mm-hmm. where I wrote it and we did it and that was, and we did a nice little run, uh, in New York for a little while with mm-hmm. that. And that was fun. 
And then I had a thing in New York. I had uh, the most success was probably the Neutrino video projects, but it was still improvised. Mm -hmm. That's where we did improvised movies where we ran outside the theater and ran tapes in the theater. But in terms of like instantly just setting up and knowing I'm just going to do this thing for 20 minutes was like, that was a, that was a different. That's what you do there. 20 minutes. Yeah. You 20 minutes in the parlor. It was just neat to kind of just set up and set up and knock it down. And it was like, uh, I feel first time I there was like, I was like, will they (laughs) figure out that I don't belong here? (laughs) And I did not feel that the second time being there. Yeah. You just belong there. Yeah. You're a parlor guy. I'm a parlor guy. And uh, you had good good crowds. Very good crowds. Yeah, the Magic Castle is, uh, you know, whatever the news of the sale, but it was packed and it was thriving and it was really fun. And you, uh, they enjoyed you? Yes. People, uh, yes. Everyone but one guy. Yeah, everyone but one guy. <laughs> you want to tell us more about that one guy? So one guy thought that I needed uh, footnotes. I see. <laughs> into my hat. So any topic was I, he uh, was he was he uh, socially lubricated? <laughs> well, that's the thing. He was he was seemed sober. Mm-hmm. I'm used to drunks, and you know, and controlling drunks is usually well, I don't know a specialty of mine. But he was just enthused. That's the hardest part. Lisa Manfinelli said this once to me off stage. The hardest hecklers are the "I love you" hecklers. Mm-hmm. The people just constantly yell "I love you" and won't shut up. And if you address them, it just gives them light, and they just keep going. And you look terrible shutting someone up who's yelling, I love you, at uh, you. Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Buddy Hackett told this story about how um, someone heckled him and yeah. he turned and took him out, wiped him out, destroyed them, and then turned back to the audience and the vibe didn't seem right. And he said, well, I didn't hear them. What did they say? And someone said, I love you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so this person kept just telling me everything he knew about everything that popped up. Uh, we learned that he went to the gym. He knew all about noodling, uh, all <laughs> kinds of things that I wasn't asking him for. <laughs> and even using- Well, the act asked him for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asked, what do you know about this? <laughs> and I used other lines where I'm like, if everyone interpreted uh, what I'm saying as the opportunity to speak as much as you have, then I would never get to a trick. And I just point mm-hmm. to the rest of the audience. Mm-hmm. Other quick lines like, I have the script for this show, and you're not in as much as you think. <laughs> Still trying to be kind. <laughs> Still trying to be kind. Yeah. And finally, I called him the FAQ section of my app. <laughs> <laughs> and he was not happy about Frequently that. Frequently asking questions. <laughs> and then I get this one part where I, in the show where I say, Does it, I, I, I was at a party where they had a graphology expert. Does anyone here know what graphology is? And the room went quiet, and I just slowly craned my neck out towards him. <laughs> and he literally goes, look, I get it. You know, uh, I thought I was helping, and I'm not. And he went on this whole speech oh, when I craned my neck. And I was like, no, no, no. We'd fixed everything. We fixed it. We did it. It was all good now. All you had to do was laugh when I craned my neck, and we would have been golden. Done. And instead of one of the speech where I felt like I was a bully or something. And it was a, well, you know, uh, yeah. so much of the world would be better if people just did what you wanted them to. <laughs> Is that what you discovered at the Magic Castle? Yeah. 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 It took me a while to get there, but here I am. <laughs> More worldly and knowledgeable. Yeah. yeah. If people just, everybody pretty much, did what Matt Donnelly wanted them to, <laughs> things would be smoother for you, right? Yeah. Start with your children, your wife, all your audiences, and then move up to Saudi Arabia eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can 
drive, I say. <laughs> I want you to do your homework and you to stop killing journalists. <laughs> Can we fist bump all around? <laughs> Am I the crazy one? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, besides that one patron, I think it went very, very well. Good, good, good. Yeah. And do you have other gigs? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I can announce something yet by the time this airs, but I think it's, I'll just say, I'll say uh, I'm in talks. How about that? That's it's easy. In talks, yeah. In talks. I've never performed back in New Jersey. Mm. I end up through a mutual friend reaching out to the Count Basie Theater. Oh, wow. And uh, they have a cabaret. We there. Right. But they have a cabaret theater. I'll just, oh, I see. Quick asterisks is they have a 350-seat <laughs> cabaret theater. Wow. And so um, uh, I'll be, I'm in talks to play there starting uh, once next year. Well, you can fill that up just with people that came when you were a bartender. Right? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm, I, this, is, this is the test, right? Is it exciting for me to come back home and, and do the magic show for people who knew me yeah. before getting into all this? And that's what I'll find out or whatever. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff coming up. Good, good, good. Yeah. Working magician. And how did your shows go in San Diego? One of them was the worst I'd ever done, but three of them went very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, as usual, we don't want to hear about the three that went well. <laughs> Anybody that wants to hear about the three that went well can can talk to you uh, when we're not doing a show. Yeah, uh, my email's open. I'm sure I'll get a bunch. Yeah, how how those good shows go? <laughs> good. But I'd like to hear about how the bad shows went. This happened when I was working over uh, when Piff was in the smaller room. Mm -hmm. There's a thing that would happen where a company buys up the majority of seats, but not all of them. Oh, that's that's tough. Yes, that's tough because you can't just play to them. No, you're you, not doing a corporate right. Yeah. Yeah. And then- And uh, yet there's still a block. Yes. Oh, geez. That's tough. We have that once in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, we have, a, uh, we have a group tonight, uh, chip manufacturers- Yes. That have bought 240 seats. Woo, yeah, that's us. Oh, 240, and there's 1,200, oh, that's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, and where are they? Right in the middle. Right in the middle, <laughs> just taking up the whole thing, yeah. And they want you to make fun of their boss, and they, they bring up inside jokes when they get on stage, and you're like, this is- all devaluing everyone else's experience. Yeah. Well, in this case, I didn't have this up before to this level, but you know, I always joke that if they're not just in my comedy, this my magic works, or <laughs> even if my magic goes wrong, I can joke around. It's a comedy show. I've never had a, a, a company as a whole come out and not be interested in either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were we were told there'd be skiing. <laughs> That's like this. You're going to a magic theater. You're fed. Uh, I don't know what you thought was going to happen, but I mean, I kind of need the ends of my sentences if this is going to work. <laughs> but they, just as a group, kept filling in all the ends of my sentences, cutting me off and just talking and then talking to each other. And I just could not get through any of my routines. <laughs> and I was like, this is a nightmare. And it got so bad. I literally was like, I've tried every tactic in the world and my head was just swimming and I got so frustrated that I could, I was like really having a hard time getting to the end of my act. Cause I was like, I, this is hard. And the people that were there that weren't part of that company were visually frustrated too. Saw that I tried everything also. And just like, we were all defeated. It was really weird. <laughs> it was a really weird night. So much so that I was driving home over where my family was staying in San Diego. We took the family out to Legoland as a, as a side don't, piece. Don't, you, you know I have problems with Legoland. Why'd you even have to oh, say so that? Oh, I'm so sorry. I wanted you to say that. 
I don't like topiaries that have wire frames, <laughs> and I found out that at Legoland, some oh. of them have concrete. They just glue Legos to the outside of. Yeah, and I, I, I it fills <laughs> me with rage. <laughs> oh, it does because when I was going around, that's all I was thinking about. Was how much you wouldn't like what I'm looking at. I, yeah. <laughs> so driving home, the guy who owns all five venues calls me. He doesn't live in San Diego. He calls me and I just answered. I go like, <laughs> hello. And he goes, why are you laughing? I was like, I assume you're calling to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's always funny. <laughs> and I was just laughing at how quickly this was happening. Mm. Like I'm not even home yet. <laughs> and he said, no, I'm not calling to do that, but I do need to know what happened. And so I had to break it all down for him or whatever. <laughs> well, they reported back to the boss. Yeah. Boy, tonight's show sucked. <laughs> That's what they said, right? No, it was uh, two people being like, can I have my money back? Oh, Yeah, that's oh, the worst. fuck me. That I, is... When I'm at a part of a show that costs them money, that's when I'm like, no, no, no. That's not, that's, that's, that's one of the confidences I have in myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> that you will not, people will not demand their money back uh, when they come see me. Cirque used to feel that, that no one would demand their money back, and then that changed for them. But <laughs> 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 oh that that's terrible yeah 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 uh but the but that was the first show like if it was the last show i probably would have quit show business mm -hmm. it was the first show to run and the rest of them went very well in fact i even had a rowdy crowd and handled it better and didn't uh didn't didn't manage to fall apart with that oh man oh well you know we always have to remember we're talking about bad shows yeah the mac king played a funeral <laughs> and snake fingers drummer got shot during yeah. the show we always have those two right that's true that's true yeah yeah, yeah. i don't want to yeah i'm not trying to make myself a watermark in any way <laughs> <laughs> but hold on to those yeah say i wasn't shot yeah and you know the the whole front five rows were not sobbing uncontrollably <laughs> mac has lived that snake oh, fingers drummer i can't imagine that yeah tried to get someone to pick a card who could not stop sobbing also like the one place where magic might be inappropriate you know, like the puzzle where we don't want to believe in the impossible. It's maybe a funeral. Yeah. Like maybe we kind of want to just settle yeah, on. Yeah, Matt King's funeral. I've had him tell this story a million times. I'm not yeah. going to do it again. Very popular student in a college who was shot and killed. Oh. And then they brought Matt King out during the funeral. Oh, that's. Without even a change of venue or without even a break for coffee. No. That's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and the grieving family in the front rows. Well, we saw a much better Matt King. Show. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Matt King has been playing the, the castle has a new king. That's right. Excalibur. Excalibur, Matt King. And uh, we, he, had, he had a year party. One year. Yeah, one year he's been at the Excalibur. Left Harris. Went yeah. over to the Excalibur. It's a nice room. It is a nice room. Good show. I like that room for him. That's a good show. It's a good, it's a good comedy room. And there was free food, none of it vegan. So I didn't yeah. have any. And your children were there seeing Matt King for the first time. That was it. And how did they like him? They liked it a lot. Uh, my one youngest, his attention span was tested. Mm -hmm. Twice he turned to me right before the punchline of a trick to like make a wise-ass joke to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're you're so close to just, just watch it, buddy. You know? <laughs> uh, if you just, I was like, I promise you, he has all the comedy we need. Um <laughs> And then of all the tricks my youngest liked, because I thought he was going to like the guinea pig or anything like that, or the bear, 
he liked the cloak of invisibility. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Uh, but it was good. Yeah. But my oldest ate it right up. Yeah. Because he's been, I've been taking him. I took, uh, he's, he's right in this great pocket where taking him to, to places where the humor is slightly inappropriate mm. is like a, he loves it. Mm. So I've taken my oldest now to Piff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want something slightly inappropriate, Piff's right there for you. <laughs> he was crying laughing through the whole thing. <laughs> loved it. And then I, I took him to Carbonara. Oh, good. When he's filling in for you. Now, did Carbonara, did he trash the place? Did he leave it alone? Have you- he was pretty good. He was okay. pretty good. He left, he left the oven on. <laughs> no, Carbonara was great. He did a great job. Boy, you just, I don't think you can see much more charm on stage no. than Carbonaro. I mean, he's a, the, when he just starts talking, he is a star. Yeah. And as soon as, uh, you know, my son knew nothing about him, and as soon as he just, he just as soon as he started talking and he just referenced a TV show, my son immediately turned to me and said, he has a TV show? We have to watch it. Yeah. And I was like, well, that just tells you everything about yeah. the charm <laughs> and humor of him. How he got the TV show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How he walked in the room and they said, we're going to give you a TV show. <laughs> and so my son was all in. And now he mentions Carbonaro in a list of uh, magicians he talks about now. So yeah. it was an instant uh, latch on. But Well, you know, Car- we, Carbonaro was on this show. Yeah. He talked about how he didn't want to be a magician. Right. He, he's really looking to be actor, serious actor. That is what, I, that's the only thought I had leaving. <laughs> I was like, because I was reminded of my own, you know, I, I end up, uh, when Jersey Boys closed, mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a thought for my family to move to Los Angeles after that, mm-hmm. to leave Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I remember, it was talking to my therapist, who's not in show business. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, you know, I mean, I guess, like, you know, wife and I have always wanted to explore LA. And I, can I say I really even tried if I never went to LA, you know, actor, writer, and she said, let me get this straight. Penn and Teller want to help you with your magic career, but you want to go to LA with your children and try to be a writer. Where, by the way, no one wants to help you. <laughs> I said, you know, when you say it out loud, I sound like a real dope. And now here I am still sitting in front of you in Los Angeles. Yeah, there you go. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Having just played the magic castle again. There you go. But that's the funny thing. So Carbonell does not want to be... What he is. What he is. Like, there are, it is a short list of people who say, I can be a Vegas headliner yeah. for magic. And he easily could yeah. do it. It's a strange thing to say. No, I mean, there's so much that, I mean, the list is 20 people. It's a shorter list than people that are currently magicians <laughs> in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. 20 is generous. You're right. 20 is generous. I think we currently have 22 headliners, te- technically magic, magic, magic performing acts here in Vegas. Is that true? 22? 22. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot. And he can easily leapfrog the majority of them. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do right now, we got more to talk about, but for right now, we're going to say, we're going to decide whether you want to masturbate or hold our iPads <laughs> and say that was Ped Sunday School. That was Ped Sunday School. Cha, cha, cha. You know which one I'm doing, right? <laughs> You become naked. Now don't be opening your computer and looking, because you're not supposed to do this now, because it's the next week, right? Oh, but I still, we're still this month. Okay, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good, we got that done. So I, I will lead you into that at the end. Right? Yes. Right. I'm ready for it. There, we run a tight ship here. No, we love you. 
You got anybody to thank there, uh, Yes, I do. The following people are uh, supporters of Patreon.com slash pen. Maybe a lot of them because they wanted the book thing. Spencer Blair, Eileen Hunter, Samuel Stewart, artisanalsudoku.substack.com. The guy that became a member because he rolled double sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Andrew Davidson, Peter B. Clark, Average Seal, Ben Price, Shane Farah, Matt Williams, Plus a hundred and ten dollar boner office, Soapy Fresh, Dang Griffith, Brad Sherlag, Mike Cavanaugh, Rafiki, Steve Feldman, Jonathan P, New Rule FX.com, Eric M. Ryan, Chris Tehachapi Loop McKinney, Gary Cornley, Danny Hey Goudot, does this rag smell like chloroform to you, Ruse, and Matthew O'Sullivan. Thank you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.